Welcome to the CEO of Destiny podcast, where you will find the tools to fulfill the purpose of your generation and wildly succeed in the marketplace. And now your host, Andre J. Benjamin. When did the two of you both develop a heart? Once you realized what had happened personally in your own marriage, where did you develop a heart for the institution of marriage and for other marriages? You get what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> Oh, Andre, even in our brokenness, right after we got married, we were involved with trying to help other marriages. It was like the blind leading the blind. It was sad. But but we were we were touted as having a good marriage. In fact, it was so bad that after we were here for 15 years and got involved in a marriage ministry, um, we went back at the invite of our best friends in the world. And we did a marriage weekend. And after the first two sessions, my best friend, we, we were actually at a bed and breakfast uh, because the re- they didn't reserve enough uh, rooms at the retreat for, uh, you know, for everybody. For everybody. And, uh, and so we had one hour together and he was so angry at me and us because he said, where are you getting all these lies? What is all this stuff that you're telling us? We don't know you like this. This is, this is, he used some other words. And he was incredibly angry, so angry after the 45 minutes we had for breakfast before we had to leave. I had, I was wet with sweat <laughs> from being nervous and anxious over the way he was. This was my best friend, Andre. Wow. And uh, and um, and so I changed clothes and we drove <laughs> and to, prayed all the way <laughs> and prayed all the way to the because we were up for the next lesson uh, Saturday morning and uh, guess what that lesson was on forgiveness wow <laughs> and we had to walk in forgiveness wow. Mm-hmm. But yeah. part of but part of it was but, is that we had been into performance and pretense. Yeah. People looked at us and thought, "Oh, they've got a great marriage. Look at how yeah. you know, how wonderful they are." Oh yeah. And we had you know we had just done the smoke screening where we were we were doing a good job of you know looking the part, but at home, what was in public was you know was totally different than what was behind closed doors, and that was a you know that was a. That was that was a harsh reality because we had to begin to be transparent and vulnerable, even you know before our you know our very good friends and just saying you know what hey we really you know we were really into the 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 um, into the performance thing. Can you forgive us for you know for you know making a, you know making it look good, but on the inside we so were. Can, can you unpack that a little, Eva, on how someone who is watching right now who has a a role and they're in the forefront and a lot is expected out of them and, and people tout them as a hero yes. but how do they deal with the lord first behind closed doors about this issue that you're saying with performance can you give some tips on that uh because they might feel like you know we don't we we definitely are not encouraging because the enemy's lie would be you're a fraud you're a fake so you need to which they could legitimately kind of be through actions but i'm saying the enemy would be you're you're a mistake so there's yeah. no hope if they find out who you are, you're done for. You you get yeah. what I'm saying? But what's yeah. the Lord's message or how does how does a person deal with that now to really start to do business with the Lord first when they're when they're at that point? 
Well, one of the one of the things that was hard to step into, I think, for us was to, you know, to learn how to be transparent and, you know, be willing to, you know, to to just not, you know, not be fearful that people are going to label us or reject us or, you know, they're going to they're going to just kind of cast us, you know, aside because we're, you know, we're we're sharing authentically the struggles we've had. And what we what we began to realize was the more we we were truthful and honest about where we were at and you know in our journey it was helping people because they 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 go like wow you mean they're struggling with this they could relate to us on a level that couldn't have been there if he had just you know painted this flowery picture like you know yeah we're just fine thank you very much you know this is how we you know did marriage and and blah 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 you know what being honest and truthful is I believe it's a it's an arrow that goes into the enemy's heart because it exposes it exposes his schemes that have been used to you know wield against us and in turn as we're willing to put it out there we can we can go forward because if we're holding on to things that are you know that are really you know buried inside that we're trying to you know make everybody think we're you know we're you know we're the, you know we're just wonderful we have no problems what it is is we're we're encasing ourselves into our own prison and wow. what god and what god did <laughs> what he did in my journey this is many years back but we had a. We were able to. How we were able to invite a um, a Russian refugee into our home, and during that time, it was a season where God was really purging and really going deep into my heart, and I didn't realize. Even talking about this, you know, piece of the iniquitous issue, I didn't realize that you know all the things that I poured myself into doing for this young lady to just try to make her, you know, her coming to America. She didn't speak English. Didn't I, I didn't speak Russian. We were trying and I was trying over the edge to, to put everything I could into, you know, helping her. Well, little did I realize that God had sent her from the other side of the world to uncover an issue in my life that got exposed after the honeymoon period was kind of over for her being with us, I began to really react to, toward her. And I'd never found myself doing this with somebody, but I started to react. And I'm, I'm thinking, you know, what is it? What is it that bugs me? You know, why do I get triggered by this girl? Well, it ended up that there was something that was said that really offended me and uh, that had come from her. And, um, and I, I mean, I was so upset. I, I just started, you know, raising my voice and, and, uh, and then she walked out the door and I thought, good riddance. I mean, I really felt that. And I thought I was justified because I had, you know, bent over backwards to help her, to, you know, get her to English mm -hmm. classes and get, help her to learn to drive a car and do all this stuff. And I'm thinking, I'm the good Christian woman, right? Yeah, right. Well, God had to God had to expose what was in on the inside of my heart because what was really underneath the underneath those trappings for me was I had a religious spirit that had come down generationally from my my family of origin. She had come from a from a similar family where her father was a pastor in Russia and she really I mean she really I believe that she really, you know, had had walked in the fullness of what she had known to do, but there was a familiar spirit that was operating between us and that thing honestly I was shocked because I'm thinking, wow, the Lord allowed it to be exposed so that I could repent and deal with that stronghold and tear that down because it was so ugly when I saw it for what it was. Mm -hmm. And so 
was it easy to, you know, express that or tell people, yeah, well, I've, you know, been a Christian for many years, but here I am, you know, dealing with a, you know, Goliath of Gath in my life. And, you know, and I didn't even see it until it, you know, it was right in my face, but you know what, that has helped other people, even in my journey to share, you know, vulnerably and transparently, you know what, even, even though we're believers, there can be, there can be potholes along the way that we somehow skirted around and, you know, missed, but God wants us to deal with those things that have tripped us up and that have, you know, that have really hindered us from being who he's called us to be. So that was a, that was a, that was a radical change in our, in my life, as well as my marriage, because it dealt with things that would cloud my relationship with Jim. So it was, it was a very, it was a sweet, you know, um, download from the Lord that came. That's a, it's a powerful example. So would you say to a person who was just, you know, that they've identified that um, kind of compartmentalization or that they believe that, you know, everybody sees me as this way, would you say to that person, um, can you separate that how they're not their behavior? Like that's not their identity is not because, you know, you could have looked at that and when, the, the difference between the father's voice versus the voice of the evil one is one of accusation of you, you've been a fraud, you know, and some people that makes them hide more, but you yeah. chose to go actually closer to the father to allow him to, you get what I'm saying? So when you talked about yeah. authentic self and transparency and all that, I really want to dig into that because that can help someone to understand Absolutely. that we, we a lot of times still are very standoffish, even with the father, especially with the father when he sees it all, but he's, he's telling us something pointing at it. And we're saying, no, nah, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. He's like, no, you're not fine. Actually, I'm fine. I'm fine. You get what I'm saying? Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, actually Jim mentioned this verse earlier from uh, the one from Proverbs 13, 10, only by pride cometh contention. Uh, but with the, with the well advised is wisdom. And if we're willing to humble ourselves, if we're willing, because, you know, it says God resists the proud, he gives grace to the humble. And that is a that is something that I have wanted to embrace, that I would humble myself when there's an area, you know, where even where there's conflict in you know, my relationship with Jim, like, you know, Lord, what's my part? You know, I mean, it takes two, it takes two to be in strife. I mean, you can't be in strife alone, right? <laughs> and so when when I, you know, when I stop and say, Lord, what it, what is it that you want me to see here and if we can if we can walk humbly oh my goodness it it just it it, it deals a death blow to the enemy because he hates it when 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 we are walking humbly and you know we don't get the grace when we're you know when we're in pride so he wants us to be in pride so so that that has been a huge lesson for me. Not that's not the only lesson I've had in this area. <laughs> I, Andre, I think yeah. the the area for me that really is important is First John one five, where it says, "If you walk in the light as He is in the light, you have mm -hmm. fellowship with one another, yeah. and the blood of Jesus cleanses you from all sin." And so, for me, if I am willing to walk in the light. And then it goes on, 1 John 1, 9, a few verses later, it says, if we confess our sin, and my understanding of confession is you go to the Greek again, go to the Vines Expository Dictionary and the Strongs and look it up. You know what it means to confess? It means you agree with God. Wow. Well, what an irony, because God knows anyway. So why are we hiding it? I don't get it, Andre, because we're so human, aren't we? We're hiding it, but he knows. Yeah. Even while we were yet sinners, he died for us. And so back to this relationship, 
even when I was being a jerk and a nitwit, she essentially expressed kindness to me and she allowed God to work through her and keeping her heart open to me because I had some issues. And so learning how to just allow God in to begin to change us because the word, you know, mm -hmm. Romans 12, we know that verse where it says, be transformed in the renewing of your mind. In second, and it talks about being transformed in second Corinthians about into the image of Jesus. Do you know that that word is also the same metamorphosis, same word about Jesus being transfigured? Wow. It's that's the goal. Andre, when we are tra and transfigured, you know, they could see through him. Yes. Isn't that great? Yes. Yeah. So no shame, no, no hiding, mm -hmm. just being transparent, being open, because we're all going to be transparent and open in the final day. So why don't we practice it now? <laughs> I, I love it. I have a question for you. Uh, when you, what are, can you give some examples of, and you, you know, you don't have to share the names, but just couple A, couple B, couple C of some couples who you found in and you can describe, you know, maybe some of the challenges that they had. And then once they got a hold of some of the tools that are available, because I want people to know that there are tools available. Yes, there's a host of probably billions of books written. I, that's probably over-exaggeration, but let's say millions of books that are written on marriage or relationships and all that, human relationships, right? But the scriptures have what people, so can you give something that people didn't have a hold of that of some of the couples you work with and you said, hey, they came this, but as they started to apply it, they testified themselves of saying this shifted when they applied these things. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Do us a favor. If this was useful in any way for you, please go to iTunes and leave us a review. Reviews will allow others to easily discover the podcast. If you'd like more information and to receive a free download, rediscover your destiny, go to ceoofdestiny.com. Thanks again and tune in next time.